Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xonophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. Now around this time of the year, a number of composers, songwriters, and band leaders sometimes don't get featured so that we can present vintage Christmas music on our special Christmas show. Because of that, and at the suggestion of listener Rich, this evening we'll make up for some of that by celebrating the birthdays of Oscar Levant, Kid Ori, Ted Fiorito, Nat Shilkret, and Cab Calloway. I don't think we've ever featured Oscar Levant on the show before, but he was born into a musical family in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on December 27, 1906. In 1922, after the death of his father, he and his mother moved to New York City, where Oscar began studying piano. In 1924, he appeared in the DeForest phonofilm short Ben Burney and All the Lads, and in 1928 moved to Hollywood, where over the next 20 years he composed music for more than 20 movies, as well as popular songs including Blame It On My Youth. He became well known as one of the regular panelists on the radio quiz show Information, Please, where he displayed a broad depth of musical knowledge, wit, jokes, and cutting remarks. Between 1958 and 1960, he hosted a television talk show, which I can remember watching on KCOP-TV Channel 13 in Los Angeles, but it was canceled due to some of Levant's remarks. He died of a heart attack in Beverly Hills on August 14, 1972. Here are three from the pen of Oscar Levant. Thank you. 
it matter if rain comes your way and raindrops paddle all day? The rain descending should not make you blue. The happy ending is waiting for you. Take your share of trouble, face it and don't complain. If you
The Rhythmic Eight, under the direction of John Furman and Lovable and Sweet, a Grant Clark-Oscar Levant collaboration from November 15, 1929. In that same session, the band also recorded another Clark Levant song, My Dream Memory. Lovable and Sweet was preceded by Miss Annette Hanshaw singing the Billy Rose and Mort Dixon lyrics to Oscar Levant's tune, If You Want the Rainbow, You Must Have the Rain. That was recorded October 19, 1928. We began our tribute to Oscar Levant with Earl Randolph's orchestra, a Sam Lennon pseudonym, and Keep Sweeping the Cobwebs Off the Moon, written by Sam M. Lewis, Joe Young, and Oscar Levant. Scrappy Lambert provided the vocal on that December 29, 1927 recording. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. Another artist we've not featured on the show before is Edward Ory, better known as Kid Ory, born on Christmas Day in 1886. He started out playing banjo but later switched to trombone and developed the tailgate style where the trombone plays a rhythmic line under the trumpets and cornets. From 1912 to 1919, he led one of the most popular bands in New Orleans, which at various times featured King Oliver, Louis Armstrong, Johnny Dodds, Sidney Bechet, and Jimmy Noon. In 1919, Ori moved to California for health reasons and formed a new band under the name of Kid Ori's Creole Orchestra. They were sometimes billed as Kid Ori's brown-skinned babies and played residencies in San Francisco, Los Angeles, and Oakland. In 1925, Kid Ori moved to Chicago, where he played regularly with King Oliver, Louis Armstrong and his Hot Five and Hot Seven, Jelly Roll Morton, and several other Chicago groups. During the Depression, Ori played very little and ran a chicken ranch with his brother, but with the Dixieland revival of the 1940s, he found his style of music back in vogue. He revived Kid Ori's Creole Orchestra in 1943 and played, toured, and recorded until he retired in 1966. Kid Ori died on January 23, 
Louis Armstrong's Hot Five, February 26, 1926, with Kid Ori on trombone and the original recording of his composition, Muskrat Ramble. Before that, it was Ori's Sunshine Orchestra and Society Blues, recorded in Los Angeles in July of 1922. The sunshine in Ori's Sunshine Orchestra refers not to the California weather, but to the Sunshine Record Label, run by brothers John and Reb Spikes, and which was sold only in their music store, located at 12th and Central in Los Angeles. The label only released three records, all of which featured Kid Ori's band, which was also credited as Spikes' Seven Pods of Pepper Orchestra. We began our tribute to Kid Ori with Louis Armstrong's Hot Five, again with Ori and another of his compositions, Ori's Creole Trombone, recorded in Chicago on September 2, 1927. Christmas Day marked the birth in 1889 in Queens, New York, of Nathaniel Shilkrit. At the age of five, he began studying clarinet with his father, but he also studied piano with Clarence Hambitzer, who also taught the young George Gershwin. At age 15, he was accepted by the Russian Symphony, and in his early years, he played with the New York Symphony, New York Philharmonic, the Metropolitan Orchestra, and a concert band led by John Philip Sousa. At age 24, Shilkert became musical director of the Victor Talking Machine Company, where he arranged and conducted ensembles including the International Novelty Orchestra, Shilkert's Rhythm Melodists, the Troubadours, the All-Store Orchestra, the Ever-Ready Radio Group, the Hilo Hawaiian Orchestra, and the Victor Salon Orchestra, which he formed in 1924. Beginning in 1925, Shilkert worked regularly in radio as Victor turned to radio as a publicity medium. He was also an arranger and composer. He wrote The Lonesome Road, first recorded in 1927 by Gene Austin, who wrote the lyrics. Other Shilkert compositions include Janine, I Dream of Lilac Time, with lyrics by L. Wolf Gilbert, and If I Should Send a Rose, co-written with Robert Louis Cheyenne. Shilkert moved to Hollywood in 1935 and worked as an arranger, conductor, and musical director for RKO Radio Pictures, most notably on Swing Time in 1936. Nat Shilkrit died in Franklin Square, Long Island, New York, on February 18, 1982. Here's Nat Shilkrit.
nice about you. You are the one in a million who can cheer me when I'm blue. Some girls are like April flowers. They droop their head when it showers. There's something nice about everyone, but there's everything nice about you. Love that record. Nat Shulkrit and the Victor Orchestra with the vocal duo of Ed Small and Johnny Marvin. And there's something nice about everyone, but there's everything nice about you. There's everything nice about you was composed by Pete Wendling with words by Alfred Bryant and Arthur Turker. That recording is from April 19, 1927, and was preceded by You Can't Take Away Things That Were Made for Love from March 13, 1929. That record is courtesy of my friend Don Ward. We began our tribute to Nat Shilkrit with Louis James vocalizing on Did You Mean It from November 25, 1927. Did You Mean It was written by Phil Baker, Sid Silvers, and Abe Lyman. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on KISL Avalon and in New Zealand on Wellsford Radio and Warkworth Radio and available on demand anytime at all online at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com. December 20th marked the birth in 1900 in Newark, New Jersey of Ted Fiorito. His music career began in Columbia's New York recording studios in 1919 as pianist with York's Novelty Five, York's Jazz Arimba Orchestra, and the Happy Six. In 1921, he moved to Chicago to join Dan Russo's band, and by the following spring, he was co-leader of Russo and Fiorito's Oriel Orchestra. That same year, the Russo-Fiorito band opened the Oriel Terrace in Detroit, and the band was renamed the Oriel Terrace Orchestra. This band made its first recording in May of 1922 with the Fiorito composition Soothing. In 1924, the band returned to Chicago, where they made their first remote radio broadcast from the Edgewater Beach Hotel. The following year, they opened Chicago's new Uptown Theater, and in July of 1926, they opened the Aragon Ballroom, from which they made frequent radio broadcasts. In 1928, Dan Russo left the band, and Ted Fiorito took over as sole leader, billed as Ted Fiorito and his Edgewater Beach Hotel Orchestra. In 1930, Ted Fiorito and his orchestra began recording for Victor, as well as making a couple of sides for Hit of the Week. In 1931, the band moved to the West Coast, where they played at the Palomar and the Plantation Ballrooms in Los Angeles, and the following year at the St. Francis Hotel in San Francisco. After playing on the Old Gold and Hollywood Hotel radio shows in 1934, the band appeared in a number of Hollywood films, all the while recording for Brunswick. Ted Fiorito composed music for several movies, including the Broadway Hoofer, Blondie of the Follies, Here Comes the Band, and Song of the Saddle. In 1937 and 38, the band was heard each Friday night on NBC's Frigidaire Frolic radio show. Ted Fiorito led bands until 1971, and he died of a heart attack on July 22nd that same year in Scottsdale, Arizona. Here's Ted Fiorito. (laughs) ¶¶ 
From March 12, 1926, that was the Russo-Fiorito Oriel Orchestra and Nothing Else to Do But Sit Around, written by Rory Bajir, Joe Goodwin, Larry Shea, and Fred Huffer. Before that, we heard A Smile Will Go a Long, Long Way, with words and music by Benny Davis and Harry Axt. That was recorded January 16, 1924. We began our tribute to Ted Fiorito with Ted Fiorito's orchestra and a Ted Fiorito composition, Hanging on the Garden Gate. The Mariners sang the Gus Kahn lyrics on December 15, 1929. Also born on Christmas Day, but in 1907 in Rochester, New York, was vocalist, drummer, and band leader Cabell Calloway, better known as Cab Calloway. He was raised in Baltimore, where his father was a lawyer and his mother a teacher and church organist. They recognized Cab's musical talent and in 1922 began taking private voice lessons. In 1927, he joined his older sister Blanche in a touring production of the musical review Plantation Days. When the tour ended, Cab stayed in Chicago and enrolled at Crane College, but also performed at the Dreamland Cafe and the Sunset Cafe, where he met Louis Armstrong. When Armstrong left for New York City in 1929, Calloway dropped out of law school to become the leader of the Alabamians, the 11-piece house band at the Sunset Cafe. In 1930, he became leader of New York's Savoy Ballroom's house band, The Missourians, which eventually became Cab Calloway and his orchestra. In 1930, the Cab Calloway Orchestra was hired at the Cotton Club in Harlem, and the band also appeared on national radio broadcasts. In 1931, he recorded his theme song and most popular recording, Minnie the Moocher, which appeared in a Betty Boop cartoon, and which he performed in the 1980 film The Blues Brothers. He died of a stroke on November 18, 1994, in Hakesson, Delaware. Here's the king of Heidi Ho, Cab Calloway. <laughs> you must do is get a jug put whiskey wine and gin within shake it all up and then begin grab a cup and start to toss you're now drinking jitter sauce don't you worry you just mug then you'll be a jitterbug hear this fat boy blowing his horn he's been a bug since the day was born his favorite jitter sauce is rice where's he'll drink it till the day he die toot your whistle and ring your bell oh butchie butchie time will tell don't you worry, you just mug and you'll always be a jitterbug. These four boys playing saxophone, order jitter sauce by phone. Central, give me a holler, 494, I think these bugs can drink some more. They drink sauce from morning to night, never stop until they're tight. Don't you worry, you just mug, you poor little jitterbugs. Now here's old father, he's a wicked old man, he drinks more sauce than the other bugs can. Has it jitters every morn, that's why jitter sauce was born. I see him shake with his trombone, just can't leave that sauce alone. Come on, get along, father, you just mug and you'll always be a jitterbug. Now that's Rip there with his eyes a twinkle. We named him after Rip Van Winkle, like Rip, he'd sleep for 20 years. If he could get his fill of beer, Rip drinks his sauce, gets on the stand. Soon forget that he's in the band. Don't awaken him, just let him mug. He'll always be a jitterbug. All bugs out now. All bugs out. 
charming dipsomaniac. Cab Calloway and his orchestra, February 29, 1932, and the Scat Song, written by Mitchell Parrish, Frank Perkins, and Cab Calloway. We began our abbreviated tribute to Cab Calloway with Cab Calloway and his Cotton Club Orchestra, January 22, 1934, and Jitterbug. The word jitterbug was coined by trombonist, drummer, and arranger Harry Alexander White. Cab Calloway's trumpeter, Edwin Swayze, heard White use the term and wrote the song Jitterbug, and of course Cab Calloway made it famous. You can see Calloway's 1934 musical short film Jitterbug Party on YouTube. The world's most celebrated holiday, New Year's Day, has been observed on January 1st in most English-speaking countries since 1751 when the British Calendar Act was passed. It used to be folks wished everyone a happy new year on March 25th, which coincided approximately with the beginning of spring. In many other countries, it's customary to wish everyone a happy birthday rather than a happy new year on January 1st, since the day is called every man's birthday, the day when everyone gets a year older, whether it's their real birthday or not. For some unknown reason, this rule also applies to racehorses. No matter when they were born, all racehorses become a year older on January 1st. This, of course, is the last Rapidly Rotating Records show of 2007. I want to thank you all for listening and for your requests and expressions of thanks and support through your email. I really do appreciate the feedback, so if you have a request for a particular song or artist, a suggestion for a topic, or just want to say hi, you can send an email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com. I'm looking forward to bringing you more 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s and music to which you can't not tap your toes in 2008. We're going to end with Frank C. Stanley's 1907 rendition of Old Lang Syne. 
Frank C. Stanley began his recording career in 1891 as banjoist William S. Grinstead, which was his real name. He was a good banjo player, but was overshadowed by the banjo king, Vessel Osman. He was very successful, however, as baritone Frank C. Stanley, making over 180 recordings for Edison alone and dozens more for other record companies. He also recorded under a third name, George S. Williams, as banjo accompanist for Arthur Collins. With best wishes for a safe, healthy, happy, and extraordinarily prosperous new year filled with peace, I thank you for your very kind attention. Oh. 